real quick. We'll go quick fight by fight, and then we'll call this one an episode. So the homie, Sam Alvey, who was on our last episode fighting Ryan Spann. Who do you got? I got to go with Sam Alvey. He's been on the show three times. Three timers club. I'm going Sam Alvey as well. We got Charles Rosa versus Bryce Mitchell. I'm going to go with Charles Rosa. He was just on the show. I'm going to go with Charles Rosa as well. He's a two-timer, and I'm sure he'll Black be... Belt. He'll be a three. He'll be a three timer one day. Yeah. I tell you what, our interview this time with him was like it got better from the first time we had him on. Last time was good though too. It was good, but I feel like this one was even like more. Yeah. More chemical, you know, more chemistry. But even you know what it is like. Uh, he's a fan. There's more chemicals in it. Chemicals. Okay, chemicals. But even he's a fan. He follows the Instagram. He likes everything I post, and he's a, he's cool. Then we have Vicente Luque versus Nico Price. I'm going to go Vicente. Yes. We were trying to. Vicente wanted us to interview him Friday, but we were unable to. And then I hit him up about today, but I guess he's probably, I think he might be coming from Brazil. This is uh, a a rematch. A rematch. Price won the first time. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. I believe he decisioned Vicente the first time. And that was what kind of... And they both have become, like, even different fighters since then. Yeah. So he... No, he he Darce choked Vicente the first time. And then uh, Vicente... Wait, let me see. When? Oh, no. Vicente won the first time by Darce. Yeah. Okay. I saw an interview where Price was like, he beat me, but, like, I'm coming back. Yeah, no. So Vicente won this fight by Darce choke. Yeah. And then went on a run. So he lost to Leon Edwards. Then he won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row after that. Then he just lost to Wonder Boy. So this is his first fight back after that one. I'm going Vicente as well. Your H kickboxing brother. Yep. Fan and friend of the show. Then we got Uriah Hall versus Jacare. That's a good one. Uriah Hall's got to keep that on the feet. Yeah. He's getting smothered hard on the ground. Yeah. Uh, Jacare is old, though. Jacare. I was. Is, that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, because we talk about like, there's only a fighter so many, fights, 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 and then like he in one fight he just becomes old. Yeah, he's forty right now. Because he lost his last fight, no. Jacare lost to Jack Hermanson, I believe, unless he's fought since then. Let me see. Right. Didn't ja- didn't no, Jack- he he lost to Jack Hermanson, then he lost a split decision in his last fight to Jan Blahovich. Who's also an animal. Yeah. I mean, he's only losing to the best. He's only lost to... Yeah. He lost to... In the UFC, he's only lost to Romero, Whitaker, Gastelum, Jack Hermanson, and Blahovich. Who are all killers. Yeah. And the only one to finish. Do they have any common uh, opponents? The only one to finish him was Whitaker. Common opponents? Let me see. Um, not seeing Robert Whitaker. I know Uriah Hall is an animal, but I also think Uriah Hall is one of those guys. They they both lost to Kelvin. They both lost to Whitaker. And that's all I'm saying as far as same opponents. I, I want to say like Uriah Hall and Cowboy Cerrone are like 
similar people in terms of like if they think they're gonna win they're gonna fucking win but if they kind of doubt themselves a little bit you see a whole different fighter out there than jacare beat Derek brunson and uriah hall lost to Derek brunson so, so they have so a few all of that i'm gonna go jacare i think i don't think this is the fight that jacare is old yeah I mean, Uriah's up there, too. Uriah's 35. So he still has... He's still there. Where You're at that age where speeds... In that five years of fighting, that five years is like 15 years like normal person. Yeah, but speed <laughs> is going every day. Power is going to stay. So I'm, I'm going to go Jacare as well. Yeah. Uh, Carla Esparza, Michelle Watterson. Well, I know you always go off of hottest. I'm surprised you're. Yeah, I actually, yeah. You have a crush on the Carla as well? No, I have a crush on Michelle Watterson, but I think I could see Carla just take down, smother Michelle, get back up, get taken down again. Like, I think Carla could beat, like I said, everyone except for like that Joanna style, and I don't think. Michelle Watterson has that style. She's a striker, but I don't think she has that. Like, yeah, she's not coming at that pace. Car- it's like one, two, three, back out, move around. But like Carla, change one, Car- two, three. Carla is eat a shot and then gets the takedown. She'll eat Michelle's shots yeah. and get the takedown. Where Joanna was hitting yeah. her and she was like, "Oh shit, I'm not feeling. You know, I'm not feeling this. I gotta do well, something." Well, she else. would take a shot, go to, and she was gone, or she would take a shot and get hit with three more. Where Interrupted her shot. Yeah, Joanna's footwork and takedown defense is up there, too. So I'm going to go... Longer arms, you know. I, I think Carla's probably the underdog, too, but I'm going to go Carla. Ooh, yeah. I would like... Man, I might be throwing some money around this weekend. Let me see. What do they got Carla at? Uh, Carla is actually the favorite. Negative uh, 160. Okay. Verdum is a big favorite. Jocker- Verdum's for this weekend? We're going to get to that next. Verdum is fighting Alexi Olenek. Charles Rose is a favorite. Oh, Sam Alvey's a big underdog. Plus plus 325. Yikes. That's surprising, too. I don't think Ryan Spann is uh, that much better than him on paper. So, Carla Sparza, I'm going with. You're going Carla or Michelle? Carla. All right, Alexi Olenek versus Fabricio Verdum. I'm having trouble putting... Oh, he's the the oh. uh, Russian-looking dude, right? Yeah, Olenek. Uh, Widow's oh. Peak, kind of receiving hairline. Olenek is the dude who pulled the guy in mount and choked him with an Ezekiel choke. I'm going to go Verdum. He's my guy. Yeah, this is... Um, you oh, also got to get him on the show, too. He's very... It's a jiu-jitsu Russian versus the best heavyweight jiu-jitsu guy. Yeah. So I think they either stalemate on the ground or... What's the age difference? They're both up there. Uh, Olenek is... But they're heavyweights. Olenek is... 40, I understand. Olenek is 42. Fabricio is... 42. So they're both 42. Yeah, I'm going Fabricio for sure. Fabricio hasn't fought in a minute, though. Fabricio hasn't fought since 2018. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm going to go Fabricio as well. I think Fabri- I'm going to go Fabricio by submission. Cerrone versus Donald Cerrone versus Anthony Pettis. 
it's it's tough because they're both like guys that like yo I'm gonna uh, Pettis won the first time right the loser might be getting their walking papers I don't know how they would cut either one because they're both like staples of the UFC but on paper they're both justifiably cut at this point so I was at one point Pettis was 18 and two he is right. he is now twenty two and ten, so that means he's yeah. But he won two fights ago. Yeah, he he knocked out Wonder Boy, but in, right. So that keeps him in for at least he's, four he, more fights. Well, he's lost two in a row. Okay. So they, they'll let him go to four. They let me go to four. I was never on a Wheaties box. I was never a UFC champion. This is true, but you brought it every time. I'm just saying. So even like the thing with him, it depends on where his contract's at too. So his brother just left the UFC and went to Bellator. So that I don't know what fight he is currently at, but he lost to Nate Diaz and lost to Carlos Diego Ferreira. So that I I remember that coming out. I said, "Hey, I think this." Be, I said on the show, didn't I? Didn't I say the Brazilian was going to win? Yeah, I believe so. The Brazilian dude's nasty. And then Cowboy has had a rough patch as well. Cowboy has lost three in a row: Ferguson, Gaethje, and Connor. Granted. Yeah, granted, that's the A-list right there. But on paper, what the UFC's always done is, yeah, three or four and maybe a cut. But obviously, yeah, these two are different. Cowboy's a huge marketing angle for them. So is Pettis. And they can both, like... They can both still go. Still win. I think they're both kind of like... Cowboy is 37 currently. Warkeepers now. Yeah. Well, if anything, it's the old way of fighting. They're going to be used to build other fighters up, probably after this fight. So they made this fight probably because of the quarantine and whatnot, and they made the phone call, and both these guys were ready to go. But past this, I think it's going to be like Pettis is fighting the same way he fought Diego Ferreira, like an up-and-comer. I'm going to go Pettis. And here's why. Because I've been in the seat where I'm like three, three losses, and I'm like, can I even win? You start asking yourself, do, can I even win? Am I capable of winning? You think Cowboy's there? Cowboy's had three losses before. Cowboy had Masvidal, Robbie Lawler, and Darren Till at one point, and he came back from and that. Who'd he win coming back from that? Yancey Medeiros. Which is a very similar person to Menda, or Pettis. Yes, Pettis is a little more polished, but Yancey's tough, yeah. But there's also I there's the three there's the three loss in a row. Then Pettis liver kicked him and shut him down. We're like that's stuff in the back of his fucking head. Absolutely. And even what could happen now is Pettis throws that kick, and he'll be like, "Oh, here comes that body kick again." Nope, it's coming up top this time. So yeah. There's definitely a mental game right now for more. And then Pettis, it's like, yo, I beat this guy once, easy, I'll do it again. Yeah, it's more of a mental battle this fight for Cowboy, especially he just came out publicly and said, yo, I fought Connor, wasn't even there. He said, all right, so I think think Pettis is going to win. I would like, I like Cowboy, like who he is, how he fights. His quote was, he was like, Donald showed up. Cowboy wasn't even there. That's what he said happened. He's a real one, dude. Yeah. That's another guy we had to get on the show, too. Did we ever slide in his DMs? I don't think I did. Maybe I did. Maybe Who? I was drinking some Budweiser's. No. Yeah, someone's got to have his phone number. 
Yeah. Greg Hardy, your your old friend Greg Hardy versus Jorgen DeCastro. Yeah, I'm gonna go Greg Hardy. Even even though he left, I think like so he's in my clash. He was in my Clash Royale. Uh, he left. Yeah. No, I think like Deepo he was kick, kind of Deepo he was kind of out. like inactive, and I think like Depot kicked him. Like I don't care who he is. He fucking he's bringing down the clan. I'm yeah. like, wow. Can you I'm, give him like a celebrity pass? I'm gonna go Greg Hardy as well, but Jurgen DeCastro is tough. This is this is, uh, aside from the last fight he took against Volkov, which was way ahead of where he was skill wise and career wise. Yeah, Castro has that like bad haircut. Yeah, I know who he is. He was on uh, the contender series. How much knockout power does he have? Who DeCastro? Yeah, is he knocking people out left and right or? Um, I believe he's a heavyweight. I I think right. he is knocking people out. Yes. Let me see. He's six and zero. Oh. Um, oh, so he doesn't know what losing's like. Yeah, no, he's knocking people out. He's got all stoppages except he has one decision win on the one decision. One three round. Uh, first, 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 and a third. Man. Yeah. So he's tough. If you're a betting man, the guy doesn't know how to lose. And he knocks people out in the first round. That's it, oh, this is a this is a fight right here. That's why people were saying, why did they put Greg Hardy as the first fight of the pay per view? Because it's going to be a fucking heavyweight war between two very good athletes. You know, granted they don't have the recognition as far and then as this is going to be Greg's fourth fight. Uh, let me see in the UFC uh, or fourth seventh. pro fight ever. Well, he was contender series, contender series, then extreme fight night. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seventh, if you include the contender series. And then the Castro, how many fights does he have? Because I'm trying to go off greenness, you know, because I know, the, you know, Greg Hardy was a little green. Yeah. The Castro, I believe, is 2 and 0 in the UFC. Or 1, 2, 2 and 0. One contender series win. A first round knockout and then one UFC win, a first round knockout. But and he's got six fights overall? Yeah, six and oh. Because Greg Hardy is in the UFC because he's a fucking athlete. Yeah. Is DeCastro in the UFC because the man can fucking fight he just naturally he can, can fight. fucking fight. The Castro's in there because he can fight. Because Greg Hardy, yes, he can knock people out, but obviously he's not knocking out as many people as the Castro, right? Uh, no, Greg Hardy's knocked people out. What does Greg Hardy yeah, have? I know he has, but not as many. Hasn't Greg Hardy knocked out everybody? Let me see. I know he lost one because he gassed out hard. Yeah, that was it. Oh no, remember he he has one decision win, but then it got. And he's got the one where was it him that took the inhaler? Yeah, I was gonna say it got overturned because of the inhaler. That was a decision win. And then he's got a knockout, a knockout, a knockout, a knock. Yeah, he's got all first round knockouts. Then he has the fight when he fought the same night as you. The he threw the illegal knee, right? So he has a DQ loss there. Then he has uh, he gassed against Volkov, and then he has Inhalergate. So that's a tough one. I'm gonna go Greg Hardy just because I. I'm gonna go Greg Hardy too because he's the homie. I think he's a super athlete too. I think. And it's... yes, I think when push comes to shove, like, hey, you two play volleyball. Greg Hardy was. Hey, you two play horseshoes. 
Greg Hardy with you two play basketball, Greg Hardy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like more things need to go right for DeCastro to win that fight. Greg Hardy, it just takes one, one right. little one glancing blow. Yeah. Like I think even that little dude when he, the like on accident, like <laughs> yeah, the guy he fought when he had the inhaler, I think that guy was just really tough. Like was taking the shots, and then even something we've talked about before. I think also this could happen. It might happen in this fight when Greg Hardy gets too polished. Like part of what he needed was the wildness. Yeah. Now that he's like this, it might. He's but not, he lost some power. Yeah, he's not the same fighter. So, but I'm gonna go Greg Hardy. Uh, Jeremy Stevens, Calvin Guitar. I think Calvin Qatar is a more wi- uh, well-rounded fighter. Yes. Who can drop people with? He's you know he's knocked out Ricardo Lamas, bad. Yep. Both can wrestle. Both, Both have a, a decent wrestling background that they don't really use. Calvin Qatar in the UFC has only lost to. Decision to Moicano and a decision to Zabit. Wins over Feely, Burgos, Lamas, Chris Fisher. No, he was on my radar at one point where I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. This guy's a problem. Yeah. Uh, you fought Kevin Roddy, right? Yeah. Yeah, he beat Kevin Roddy as well. How did he beat Kevin Roddy? Back in the day. Uh, knocked him out in 47 seconds. A decision, Kevin <laughs> I also didn't really know how to fight. I just knew how to wrestle really good. <laughs> yeah. This was, let's see. When did you fight Kevin Roddy? All right, enough. We're not doing this. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, he beat Kevin Roddy before you. Probably just caught him. Zig- zigged when he should have zagged. So who are you going? <laughs> Steve- I don't know. Stevens or Qatar? Where are you going? Oh, I think I'm going to go. This is one of those ones. I'm rooting for Stevens. But and Jeremy is the underdog, right? Yeah. I'm rooting for Stevens, but I think Qatar takes it. Decision. Other than that Eves fight, which he just caught him in the right spot. I've never, you know, I don't think you're knocking yeah. Jeremy Stevens out. I, too, am going to go Jeremy Stevens. Oh, no, I'm going Jeremy Stevens. I'm going against you. Okay. One, fought him. Super tough fucking guy. Two, I like that he's the underdog. He likes being the underdog. What's the age difference? And even for this, like, I mean, Calvin Qatar is gritty as fuck, but he's he's 32, and I think Stevens is around the same. Yeah. You got to stick and move on Stevens. There's no, like, that was one of, not, uh, Stevens is 33. Like, that was for you, like a feather in your cap, machismo-wise, you were stalking Stevens down. Yeah. Not many people do that, have Stevens on the back foot. You know what I mean? Usually uh, st- usually Stevens leads and chases people, and they you know dance around the outside. Yeah, and my pride goes with Jeremy Stevens. Like, I was really good that night, and he outed me. Yeah. Like, back against the wall, literally back against the wall, figuring it out. Hail Mary. Hail, he threw a Hail Mary. Uh. All right. So now this fight's kind of under the radar, I think, a little bit, but it's a fucking crazy fight. Francis Ngannou versus Jarzino Rosenstrike. Jarzino is unde- that, undefeated. That, that dude that's just like, and people die. Yeah. And then he went five rounds with Overeem, and then he split. Hit him with a 
goddamn yeah, he's, super duper uppercut. Yeah, he split over him's whole face with a right hand, like with like five seconds left. Who did? Rosenstrike. Oh well, no, but fucking I, yeah. And Nagano then, hit him with the fucking Nagano almost knocked his, almost knocked his head off. Yeah. Killed him. Yeah. Man, that's a tough one. This is the winner of this is next in line for the heavyweight title. Both very scary dudes. Yeah, it's like so Stipe, you ready? Yeah, we got this big, scary black guy. Which one? Doesn't matter. You know, either one. I'm gonna go with Nagano because he has uh, reach. I am going to go Rosenstrike. Wow. Yeah, I think Ro- and Rosenstrike's a big underdog in this one. I think he's going to pull off the upset. Wow. I mean, whoever fucking lands that goddamn min on whoever first. Yeah. I. What are the odds on like how long the fight goes? I am willing to be like, hey, that fight ends in the first round. Well, I'm looking on the first one that came up is Odd Shark. So I'd have to look at another site that has um I'm I I mean I hate that we're talking odds, but I'm definitely hitting up my homie. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a little Yeah, Jarzino is plus two twenty. Nanganu is a negative two eighty. Okay. And then the prediction is Nanganu by knockout. Maybe we do fight companion for this fight this weekend? Yeah, if you're down, you know I'm always down for those things. I think that would be okay. a great thing. Okay. I don't want to. We got the uh, the Great South Bay Brewery sponsor. Yes, this is true. Man, right. I'll hit up Rick over at Great South Bay. He told me to give him a time. I told him you tell me the time, and then uh, we left it off at that. So I'll hit him back, see what I can go grab us a case of some delicious Great South Bay beer. I'll drop some off at the crib, and then uh, every time they do a commercial, we'll do a commercial. Yeah, and then that's <laughs> up to you. We, I mean. I think I'm immune to it. I think you're immune to it at this point. Knock on wood. But we can hang out and watch the fights, or we could Zoom it. I don't listen, Stan. We got to do the right thing. So we'll Zoom it? When was the last time you had a, a, a weirdo over your house? A weirdo? You mean a, a gorgeous young lady? I don't know. A week ago? Two weeks ago? But I think how, many, how many have you had over your house over the quarantine? <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. Some one or two may listen to the show, so we'll save that. But uh, you know, I uh, at least three. At yeah. least three. At least three. So yeah. it could be seven. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, if you use the the rule of thumb, where it's like when a guy, whatever a guy says, so that either means yeah, one, three. it either means one or it means nine. You know, you multiply by three. But no, I've been doing the quarantine has not affected my. My charm, if you will, at all. And now you almost have this new thing where, like, you. you What's the play? What's the play now? Like, uh, you, can't go anywhere. Like, I have. Sponsored by Grace Up Brewery. If you want a couple, I can give you a few if you want to come over and pick them up. It's a conversation. And then, blah, blah, blah. Then you take it to text. And then it's like, let's have a, not a FaceTime date, but you FaceTime once or twice. And then it's, you know, you clearly see I'm not a serial killer. You want to come over and watch a movie or you want to hang out and watch a movie. And then it's, I'm either going there or they're coming here. And then it's pretty much so in the quarantine, the term Netflix and chill has changed to quarantine and chill. Okay. And people are into it. What happens when they walk into your place and they see that huge banner of you and some Puerto Rican? Um, I don't know. No, no questions. I do a podcast. Really? 
Yeah, no questions. Just I do a podcast. Oh, that's cool. They already kind of know. Like that's part of the conversation. Like, what do you do? Uh, yeah. That's kind of. What do you do? I'm like, you haven't heard Menace in the Man yet. <laughs> the worst, like I've told you, is when they start listening, and I've had a few that start listening, and then it's like you said this. I'm like, I, it's a character. It's like how I say I'm like how is it's a character. It's not the truth. Like even this thing was hypothetical. You know what I need to do in my spare time? I need to. I'm gonna come up with it and I'm gonna have it become like our new intro. If not, I'm gonna I'm also want to have Brian Kelleher make us like a song, but um, it's gonna be like one of those things. Like everything you hear on Menace and the Man is you know not legally binding. No, hang on. I actually got a kid that'll do it. That can do it. Oh my God! His name is uh, Dwight Lepp. The comedian kid that does the no, book. not the comedian kid. He, I actually put one of his songs on my story one time because I thought it was so awesome. Oh, um, you're saying for like an intro song or an outro song? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm into it. But I'm saying I want to do that disclaimer thing. Like, you ever see uh, the yes, big, yes, the yes, yes, yes. Oh, dude, I can have the voiceover guy definitely do it. The, the, oh, a million the, percent. He, huh? A million percent. I want to do it. Like, you know how at the beginning it of. Is, uh, Hendrix. At, at the beginning of ridiculousness, it has that thing like, do yes. not send your. T- I want to do something like that. Oh, uh, okay. Like everything that you hear on Menace of the Man is a hypothetical. It might be true. It might not be true. You know, have it be <laughs> funny though. I'll set it up for him to come on the next show. And then have the end of it be like, so if you're an oversensitive person, just shut the fuck up and listen. You know, just shut the fuck up and laugh. It's fine. Yeah. So now we'll we'll do our last two here: Henry Cejudo, Dominic Cruz. We got Cruz. A plus yeah, one eighty, a plus one eighty dog, and Cejudo a negative two thirty favorite. Like I said, okay. yeah, this one I'm going. I want Cruz. I think Henry. I mean, I want Henry too. This is a tough fight for me. Listen, Stan, you can't have your cake and eat it too. I'm just saying, I don't want to pick. It's almost one of those ones where I don't want to pick, but right. it's that's even the main event too. So both of them are there, pants down. You're grabbing both their hogs. You're like. Oh. But if we're going to go by what we said earlier, no, I'm not grabbing any hog. Yes, you would, Stan. Bro, the best is even I should have said that to Dana. I'm like, Dana, when when Menace said you were coming on the show, he told me, what'd you say? Get your, get your, uh, get your lube. You told me, go get your lube. Oh, lo- you. <laughs> uh, get your lotion out. Yeah, you were like, go get your lotion out. Dana's coming on the show. But if I'm going with what we said earlier, who's come on the show? We've had Henry's coach on numerous times. We've had Dom's coach on a few times, but we've had Henry on the show. So I got to go there. Yeah. Come on. And then Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje. We had Justin Gaethje earlier make his second appearance on Menace and the Man. Tony Ferguson has made zero appearances Cricket. on Menace and the Man. Yep. Reads and responds my, to my messages, but just won't come on the fucking show. What'd you do to him when you trained? He probably didn't know who I was. No, he definitely knew who you were. Uh, should we start like being you know, like, we were gonna have Tony on. Yeah, you know, I think like, I I want to start doing that for Tony and Weidman because I feel like Weidman's so long oh, overdue, yeah. so long overdue. Yeah, it's like all right, we ran out of time. So the thing is, we were we were trying to get Weidman like in the studio, you know. No, yes, at first, and then I even said, "Let's try just to get anything from him," and then and then you hit him up, or is that you were trying to get him in studio? He started asking about the baby pictures. I don't know. Remember, you hit him up. Oh no, it wasn't asking about baby pictures. Asking about the G Fuel. 
Yeah, get you get your baby pic, get me my baby pictures from G Fuel, and you were like, uh, really? And he was like, yeah, I'm being serious. Ignored completely the question of, hey, when are you coming on the show, and was like, yeah, 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 never mind that, but get my baby pictures. So, yeah, thanks a lot, Chris Wyman. But so Gaethje Ferguson, we got Tony Ferguson is a negative one eighty favorite. Gaethje. Oh, it's a tough one to pick, but I'm going Gaethje as well. I think Wait, Gaethje's the underdog. Gaethje's the plus one fifty underdog. Yeah, so you bet a hundred, you win one fifty. Yeah, I'm doing that. How do you think Gaethje wins this knockout? Yeah. TKO. All right, I'm gonna go with that as well. And that concludes UFC 249. We'll be back next week with another episode. Maybe we'll do a fight little party this weekend. We'll see what happens. Yeah, maybe. 